Because so far that's all he said. Yeah, good. William Shakespeare has left the chat. <laughs> so it Star was, Wars Saga ends. Mandalorian? Yeah? Good. It was supposed to be just a little thing. but Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, good. I, I mean, I like it. Yeah. He's like, come and get me. Yeah. Good. So I've been saving up all year and, yeah? Good. <laughs> okay. Um, People's comments about, yeah, good. Yeah? Good. There we go. Okay, it's there enough. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the Huber Rebels podcast, your favorite podcast featuring two dudes talking about movies and video games. Happy Halloween. Woo! Boo! My, my name is Jordan, also known as Luigi. My name is Ethan, also known as Mario. It's a little bit dark. It's a little bit spooky in here. Ooh. Um, we just watched some trailers in the post show that we want to talk about real quick. If you want to watch us watch those, you can subscribe on Patreon at... Patreon.com forward slash Rebels for the $1 tier to get all of our bonus content. What were you going to say? Uh, don't worry. We didn't time travel. It was the pre-show, not the post-show. Did I say post-show? But it's okay. Post-show is a lot more common of a thing, I feel like, than pre-show. I so like I'm more used to saying it. Yeah? Yeah. Because you can get all the good stuff out. And you're ramping up to something, too, instead of, like, winding down from something. Yeah. It's like, it's a it's an energy increase. post-shows are fun because it's like, oh okay let's just kind of hang out like you got the thing over with and now it's like it's like the after party right everybody loves the after party yeah nobody loves the why don't party parties in general so i don't know if i like after parties maybe i only like after parties you haven't been to enough good ones then i guess not uh we just watched the mandalorian trailer Mm -hmm. and yeah it was good what do you, yeah? Do you have? Do you want to go? You want to go? Pros, cons, thoughts? Because I've I don't have really any new thoughts. It's it's okay. kind of the same trailer with a few extra characters thrown in it. I have some stuff I struggled with in it. Okay, I'm not a hundred percent sure on the timeline, but this takes place after six. Never mind. Okay, you're good. I'm good. I forgot that. Yeah. When did, when were you think, thinking it was before <coughs> the trilogy? Which didn't really make sense. Like pre-episode four? Yeah. Oh. And that would have been a big problem, but... Okay. That I, I was hoping that was the case. I should have just checked that yesterday. The carbonite thing? Yeah. I was like, wait a second. Han was the first one. Like Why ever? Are, yeah. Why are there a bunch of carbonited people all of a sudden? Right. But it makes sense that post that, that's their way of doing it. Became it. a thing. Yeah. Like, whoa, we can do this. That makes so that's instantly fixed. I thought it was like going to be one of these things where they retcon it. Like, yeah, that's how people are. In fr- and What's well, Vader was very clear. Like, they were testing this on Han because they didn't know if it was even going to work. True. I thought a they had never. I guess were they testing it on a living thing for the first time? Is that what it was? I think so. It was all for, for, like, goods and stuff. For some reason, I always thought it, that was, like, a new facility or something. That facility wasn't set up yet, so they're like, okay, well, we don't know if this is going to work. But I thought, I've always thought that carbonating someone had been a thing. But I don't think it was. Han was, like, kind of the, the guinea pig. Yep. Which I like. Yeah. It makes it more like, one, it makes it more like, you don't know what's going to happen. And, like epic when you see him on Jabba's wall like that is so badass when he's on Jabba's wall I like this though because like they don't kill the the people that they're after they yeah. just oh, yeah. freeze them and turn them over and no so that makes me way more excited the only so then this is easy the only criticism I have it's not even a criticism it's a personal preference uh-huh. 
So I really like Werner Werner Herzog. Herzog. Werner Herzog, yeah. But something seems off about him in this. Okay. Where it's like, hey, it's that guy in Star Wars. Even then, I'm okay with it. Until he says, he's the what? In the whole parsec. And I'm like, ugh. Like he just got told what a parsec was. No. You know the issue with in the originals, right? I, uh, uh, this ship made the Kessel run in under two parsecs. Yeah. Parsec is not time. Right? Right, it's space. It's a distance. It's distance. Right. And so he uses it incorrectly. He, how, how, been, how is he using it as time? I made it in under two parsecs. It's, there, it's a Kessel run. It's yeah. a distance. He took a shortcut. They fixed that in Solo. They explained it. Did they? The ca- yes. He did it in a shorter distance. Okay. So what's your problem with this? He's using it as distance. He's using it. I thought they were re- like were fixing it, and they're like, "Hey, watch us. We're going to use parsec." No, I correctly. think I think it's across the board correct. It's distance. Okay. Because that was one of the biggest criticisms. That was that was one thing they fixed and or explained in Solo. Like a parsec is is distance. Usually people go this way, but then he was told to take that shortcut through the storm where the like spaghetti monster was. See, I I knew all of that, and I was like, I think they did it, but I don't remember them like blatantly being like, "Hey, it's under two distance parsecs." Why well, not stupid? I don't. I, I, don't, I, like, I, miss- I like that too because they're like, "Screw you! We don't have to explain ourselves." But if you really need to know, here figure this out like what what you want to take from this go yeah. ahead because people love to complain about things you know like i don't like to complain but i'm not saying you do but people I found sure out do that a parsec was distance that gutted me because i was like oh because it's it's blatant that it's it's a mistake and i'm happy they fixed it yeah but for all those years until they fixed it Every time I would hear him say that, I'm just like, oh, in Star Wars, parsecs are different. <laughs> so, so you don't, but you don't have to be upset now. Yeah. Cause, cause they're right. Oh, it, it's, yeah. <laughs> it just feels like, Hey, we're using it correctly again, which is fine. Just do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, the word parsec is used enough times in all of Star Wars by other people too. Like is. this is the ship that made the cusp one and under 13 parsecs and he's like 12 like other characters say it too like it's it's a common ray says it or ray or, ray or finn yeah. says it in episode seven that was i know directly <laughs> referencing the other thing though oh no i know i'm just saying this isn't the the first time it's ever been the yeah. word parsec has ever been said again no i know it's just stood out to me i didn't like it but it's fine no this show I, is gonna be amazing so, Werner, yeah, Herz- yeah. Werner Herzog is hilarious though because he doesn't pay attention to anything else in the movie industry besides himself I get that vibe yeah yeah and he, I get that he made a movie I get that he's just in this movie he made a movie I think it was thing. called um it was bad lieutenant mm-hmm. and there was another movie called bad lieutenant and they were both about the pretty much same thing and everyone asked him like did you copy that he's like I've never heard of that movie and people kind of believe him, like, because <laughs> he's just so oblivious. Someone probably gave him the idea. The identical name. Yeah. But. Yeah. Some guy. Hey, man, I got a great idea. <laughs> Call it Bad Lieutenant. It's about, oh, my God, you're a genius. <laughs> I'm going to make this. But, yeah, Warner Herzog is funny. 
I like him. I want to watch all his documentaries. Yeah. I've watched... He has a good voice. He has a unique voice. Yeah. He was in a movie called Jack Reacher that I saw that was... He was in Jack Reacher? He was. He oh, was like the bad... Weird. Ominous guy in that. He was a bad guy? Yeah. Oh, weird. Did you I've see it? I've only ever related him to documentaries and narration. And and a director. That makes sense. Yeah. He's a director. So... Aside from those two minor things that literally don't matter, yeah. I'm very excited for the first live-action Star Wars show Me ever. Too. It's the most expensive show ever, I think, Officially? per episode. I believe so. I believe I heard somewhere that each episode is more expensive than Game of Thrones was, which well, I mean, is crazy. That makes sense, it, since it does. Game of Thrones is <laughs> I'm so pissed. It's not. I'm, I'm upset at it now. Oh, my God. We I were know. literally just defending them a few weeks ago. You know I that, know. right? Yep. Defending who? D&D. Well, when were we defending them? When everyone was saying that they like already killed Star Wars. And we're like, they haven't done anything with Star Wars yet. Oh, yeah. and I think that's still all valid. Sure. But now, they would have. <laughs> 100%. Okay. So all of my defense was incorrect. Uh, we're referencing that they are no, no longer a part of the Star Wars trilogy that they were Woo! going to do. I'm very excited. Oh okay, my God, you, I'm sorry. you clearly read something that I haven't seen. So can you do you want to elaborate a little bit? You what said you I... were reading stuff and like you hate everything about them now. You didn't read that? What? Or, wait, I thought you had seen everything. Okay. At 3 p.m. So this is a tweet from 1026. David Benioff and D.B. Weiss D&D started a session like a panel at the Austin Film Festival. I'm a little late, but we'll live tweet as soon as I get there. Now, this Twitter account is for Aria, Needle and Pin. So, like, it's at for Aria, Needle and Pin. They then proceed to have about 20 or 30 tweets of this panel. And why don't I just read some of them? Who is this? This is just some random person? That's in there watching this okay. take place. Okay. And it's been verified and confirmed yeah. and all of that. Um Oh, man. Yeah, we need to do this if you haven't seen all this. I sent it to Maya. She's, whew. Someone, yeah, I'm hyping it up. Cause this <laughs> you is, sent it to me. Because I, I thought you had already read it. I thought this We were was just talking all, about the Star Wars thing. I thought it was all together. Okay. I didn't realize that, like, two separate things had happened. Because I was reading an article okay. that was summarizing everything about, like, the current state of where they're at. Uh-huh. So, someone asked, did they go online? And David said, yes. Dan, lit- oh, did they go online? Uh, and he said, yes, he literally said we were geographically challenged and the maps were helpful, whatever that means. David is also saying that he went to fan casting pages and that is how they found Jason Momoa already setting you up for, Oh God. Wait. Uh, okay. To cast. I'm confused. It's all over the place. Can no. you, can you start from the, that, that's literally the first two tweets. There, are they in the, the room? Yes. Okay. Being asked questions. Yes. Okay. And it's the, like okay. a panel. Okay. So someone asked, did they go online? David said, yes. Dan literally said we were geographically challenged and the maps were helpful. Whatever that means. David is also saying that he went to fan casting pages and that is how they found Jason Momoa. Dan is saying that writers and source material end up in divorce and that their divorce was amicable since they ran out of material. Um, They're describing their pitch and how nervous they were. They pitched to Carolyn Strauss who has a reputation of being a tough pitch. They were very nervous because of how bad we wanted it. So this person also says their grammar is a little off because they're 
very quickly typing and trying to tweet this all out. Right. David is describing the pre-meeting with George R. R. Martin, who is questioning their bona fides, and we didn't really have any. So basically, they had no credibility. We'd never done TV. We didn't have any. We don't know why he trusted us with his life's work. Bad move. They're talking about the pilot and their friends who they let watch their first attempt at a pilot. One of the people was Craig Mazin, wrote Chernobyl, Scott Frank, and Ted Griffin. He acknowledged that the first pilot was basic writing mistakes. They acknowledged that they have no idea why after such a dismal pilot, why they went forward. Everything we could make a mistake in, we did. Script, casting, costume. They think HBO went forward because they had a lot of foreign pre-sales on the series. Dan is saying that Game of Thrones was basically an expensive film school for he and Dave. For example, they had no idea how to work with costume designers, and it was a huge learning experience. Two months before the pilot was to air, the episodes were averaging 39 minutes, and HBO made them write and film 100 minutes of scenes to meet their contractual obligations. For example, they added a scene with Robert and Cersei and realized that there was no scene with them. The moderator's asking them, and this is him like commenting on what else is like happening in the room too. The moderator's asking them about their comments, acknowledging they didn't understand the characters and the extra minutes helped them understand the characters better. Dan is saying that he let the actors redefine the roles, especially Maisie, and they began writing for the actors. It is like the actor moved into the house and redecorated. He said he learned about the characters from the actors, which you're not supposed to do when you're trying to recreate a series. You're not just like, oh, Arya's like that? Okay, you, you do what you're doing. The moderator asked why they chose to write all the episodes by themselves, because we didn't know better. David said HBO wanted them to hire other writers, and they decided to have Brian Cogman, their assistant, write four episodes. Dan wanted to remove as many fantasy elements as possible because we didn't just want to appeal to that type of fan. They wanted to expand the fan base to people beyond the fantasy fan base, to mothers, NFL players. She's asking about the violence. David, to be honest, we went too far with some of those. He comments on the jousting scene with the mountain and how, they, how when they killed Sir Hugh, that it was in the scene too long. He compares it to Ozark's Jason Bateman's toenail being ripped out, which I haven't watched. I don't want to watch that show. You want to? I do not. I don't want to watch that show either. What did you learn from that? You made 30 feature films on eight years, which is more than anyone out there other than Woody Allen. She's asking about the Battle of the Bastards. They used every season as a learning experience. The CGI of the dragons was particularly challenging. They said by season four that Miguel was doing night shoots. They had decided no one would miss them if they backed away. Battle of Winterfell took 10 straight weeks. Why did the battles get better? We kept our core crew together. They had same stunt teams, same stunt teams, same people who did the blood scenes in season two, did the ones in season seven. They get better and better as we did. The two of us and Miguel spent a lot of time together. He was the guy that did the CGI dragons. Uh, they They talked with him about the shots always being from someone's point of view, so it didn't feel like a video game. Season one, we wanted to have a battle, but we ran out of money. The extra hundred minutes, thus the drinking game scene. Do you remember that? Yes. I don't remember that drinking game scene. It was like one of the last episodes. It was when I think Jamie asked Brienne if she had ever, like, if she was a virgin or something. In season one? Oh. Oh, is that what it said? 
Yeah. Sorry. We were talking about like battles and stuff. I so thought we were towards the end. Season one, we wanted to have a battle, but we ran out of money. Thus, the drinking game scene. In season one, I don't remember one. Well, Tyrion had a lot of drinking game scenes, so maybe maybe it was one of those. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember that one with Jamie and Brienne. Right. Okay. When we pitched HBO, we promised to them that we would downplay the fantasy elements. Paraphrase. Uh, she's challenging the fact of how the Night King and the White Walkers and how it played out. So somebody's like asking questions. Um, they're expressing regret about putting the baby on the block of ice and him screaming. The mother was not happy because Dan just kept talking about a close-up of the baby's penis. <laughs> they're very granular in details of shots, admitting losing sight of the big picture. Were you listening to the feedback to your fans as things went along? We really did not. Dan doesn't see the value of considering other people's reactions. Dave acknowledged that he Googled the show and it upset him. Dan, no. Did you really sit down and try to boil the elements of the books down? Did you really try to understand its major elements? No, we didn't. The scope was too big. It was about the scenes we were trying to depict and the show was about power. What was your process? We just started writing. But as things went on, we had to outline, divvied up scripts. They didn't work together in the same room. One took first half, the other last half. Then they would swap. They gave episodes to Brian Cogman and David Hill. Dab, must be, no, Dan, is saying how much they loved the books, but they had to make it their own. They have stressed several times about giving up 10 years of their life. They referenced David Chase and The Sopranos and how he said this was all such a blur. Dan, it was like a 10-year drunk party. Q&A. How did you have a life, keep families going, etc.? We loved our Game of Thrones family, but it was very hard. Our kids, our kids and wives became best friends, and it felt like a big family. It's hard to complain about how hard we were working when you see a set painter. That was Dan. Uh, he's talking about how this being what he dreamed of since 8, and they never even dreamed this big. Question about season 8. Dan said that because of the brutality, there was only a few people left. They felt like they knew who the characters were and how they were going to end someone wanted to see more of ramsey get eaten by the dogs the dogs were visual effects it looked too cartoonish have we gotten to the worst of it yet uh how did you decide to do i don't remember what all was in here because i'm not seeing i don't have an issue with any of this you don't have an issue with any of this no how did you decide to do reveals uh talk about choosing to kill joffrey in episode two because nothing ever happens sansanaria <laughs> killing littlefinger um yeah that was all that was all good casting also dictated how and when they killed people um question about scouting locations they're crediting the location director in belfast sorry i didn't catch name they asked about not including women and uh, persons of color in the writer's room they didn't have a writer's room and there was one woman who wrote a few scenes they decided up front it was going to be the two of them david hill is of asian descent he said they wouldn't hire writers unless they were willing to be part of the production team she ended up... Oh, and then there was some, something about Vanessa who wrote The Shape of Water. She ended up leaving the show to write that. Um, how do you pitch a show... And then question. How do you pitch a show this big? And they said it was basically a con job to HBO and how big it would get because they bet on the HBO execs not reading 5,000 pages of A Song of uh, Ice and Fire. The pitch was impossible to pitch the whole story. They decided to pitch the pilot and not the series in a way that was understandable to folks they were pitching then they did a vague overview of the series with not a lot of details there was no good way to summarize the story so we didn't um there was a question regarding kit harrington that was unintelligible they kept referring to the end of thread okay so that's the most of it so people are retroactively upset about the entire show 
I think about them and their entire approach. What I don't. They were given the job. But that's the people who gave them the job's fault. They presented what they had, and they got chosen, and they made a great six seasons. Everyone loves it. So no one. As I'm sure, there's people that don't. But as far as I can tell, no one complained about the first six seasons. Seven started to slip. Eight, everyone had issues with. But obviously, I'm sure there's people who have read the books who are like, okay, this isn't what it's like in the books. But a lot of screen adaptations of books aren't like the book. I know it can't be. It has like. You have to do what works for TV or what works so what works for a movie. It's a few key things. We talked about The Shining being yeah. different from the book yeah. because you have to do what works for a screen. That's not what they did though. They didn't do what works for a screen. They the did what works for what they did what works good for TV, and it obviously because everyone loved it. It, it wasn't what works good for TV. It was because it, it, it worked good for TV. It was what works good for the broadest possible audience. That's what people are upset about. Why is that? Why is that wrong? Because they're sacrificing the source material. Did we not like it? It's so the more I think about Game of Thrones, I I'm starting to feel about it like I feel about a lot of other shows that end bad. And it's not every show, but it's one of those things where during the journey, I even through season 8 I made a lot of excuses. And I was like, okay, no. They're getting to this. They're they're building to this. They're they're getting to this. When you go and look back, there's it's it's kind of gonna be more hollow, and it's clear that they were just kind of like, uh, let's go there, uh, let's go there, uh, let's go there, and they hit enough key things to make everybody happy. Like, yeah, I enjoyed most of it, but and the biggest thing for me is the White Walkers. It was always like, ooh, they're they're saving the White Walkers. Something big is building. And clearly, that was never the case. They're just like, let's make a show about people talking to each other. And, oh, yeah, we're not even going to think about what's going on in the background. And let's make this random scene about the White Walkers so they think that we're thinking about it. Oh, yeah, that's not what's happening because we're not actually going to put fantasy stuff in this. We're just going to make a show that everybody wants to watch people talk about. And it's like... that That sentence you just said, I have nothing wrong with. We always say that the people who make the show owe us nothing. No. They don't. Yeah, we do. But they don't. No, I'm we, saying no, they don't owe us anything. Right, so they can but, make whatever they want. Yeah. But it's, basically this has exposed them as not being very good. So the only reason Game of Thrones was good for that long was because they had source material. Okay, this they, is they about weren't their good at, ability. They weren't good at adapting a book into a TV show. They were good at making the most popular show of all time. Yeah, it just. Feels I was thinking like I was gonna come out of this thinking they were like terrible human beings. I and like, them. I sent this to Maya and she came away saying, "Yeah, I absolutely hate them," and everybody's <laughs> very upset with them. Another big part of it is their complete lack of opening the writers' room up to other people, and and keeping an open show. So I don't want them touching Star Wars because I think they're gonna get a Ryan Johnson effect of Last Jedi. Sure, I I don't think they're as good as as this show made them seem I think had they not had George R. R. Martin's material mm-hmm. they would have had nothing clearly that's what that shows is I, the end of the, sh- the end of and they were just like oh we're done dip we're out of here yeah I don't like that I don't respect that however I don't think it was their choice to make the last season so short was it I think it was was it I think it was all their decisions yeah. but people were pointing out you you don't spend 10 weeks on a battle 
to make this essentially that's how they approach the show is let's spend 10 weeks let's make a cool looking battle but let's not spend 10 weeks and really get some like good stuff going the reason game of thrones was good and i'm now 100 percent confident in this is the actors yeah that is the only reason that game of thrones was good was their performances had i don't think it had very much of anything to do with them well and the fact that they had to go to fan casting pages to pick people they clearly don't know that that seems cheap i don't know like and never like crediting that do we want someone different they would have found someone else we love jason momoa no it's it's about them this isn't about game of thrones this is about them and their process and their i just don't want to be too quick to judge someone on how they make a tv show because i know nothing about making a tv show they didn't either but they still made the biggest and best show of all time is that official pretty much i don't think that's i don't think it's the biggest and best show of all time oh sorry most popular not best most popular show of all time through through the thick of it yes what metric hype everyone talking about it everyone watching it oh you're going off hype no no no. numbers wise it's not close there's much bigger shows that have existed i'm pretty sure friends was significantly bigger it's sort of different i mean we're sitcom and drama like you can make a lot of episodes of friends without having to nothing against friends or sitcoms in general there's not as much that goes into it there's not as many there's like no sets yet you have a few sets yeah you have the actors that you have already signed on for multiple seasons and you just have to make a funny script. They're great. They're great actors, but there's a lot more that goes into building these epic dramas of a series that are shot on location for a lot of it. Like there's a lot more that goes into it. And I would completely disagree. Okay. Cause I watched the, the read, they just did the 25th anniversary of the friends documentary uh-huh. and you hear about what these people did to get the scripts that they got. Uh-huh. Cause it's perfect. You have 10 seasons of a show with a perfect script almost every single episode. Like, they killed themselves in the writing room, and it doesn't sound like they even tried. That's what hurts. They were like, let's make a cool thing. Like, they they were not concerned about writing. They're like, we'll just write some stuff up, but we don't even really know what it's going to be. Okay, okay. My my, my only issue is... And the actors did a lot of improving. If season eight was good, would we still be upset? No, because this wouldn't have come out. Why not? I don't think it would have. Why not? They're at a Q&A being asked questions. I don't know. They're clearly very open about it. They're not trying to hide the fact that they were winging it. They're not embarrassed by it. They own it. Uh, yeah. Because they pulled it off. I don't know. I don't agree. But that's fine. Yeah. No, 100%. I think peop- another reason people are struggling is that from an industry perspective this is just based on what people are saying is that they were given this opportunity in the first place because they gave and then hbo was just like eh, whatever do it i it, it just that whole aspect of it i think people are struggling with because i think one of them has connections or money i did see somebody reference okay um it doesn't again that doesn't take away from the product that came out but there's just some sketchy stuff there. And I don't know. And diversity. That's what people are upset about. But whatever. It, okay. If you were, if you had told me, because when you were reading that comment, I was like, yeah. ooh, this, okay, this is where it gets bad. If you had told me that they only allowed white males in the writing room, yeah, screw you. You're, yeah. you're a jerk. They only wanted the two of them to write it. Yeah. Whether and or not like they're good writers, yeah. at least they just stuck to that. It, that's not being, 
anti anything yeah. that's just nope it's just this is our thing i know and I, yeah and I, I get that it's it's just weird i don't know i'm torn because i had i personally i wasn't excited for season eight because i had already become disinterested in the show yeah season seven was was where it started to get a little bit off i think so somebody i, I was talking to somebody today and they basically were like yeah the red wedding was the last good part of it for them so well i mean i could have said the same thing because that was when two of my favorite characters died yeah that was uh i just remember like that being when game of thrones was so good like Uh, oh it was yes i'm not saying the show wasn't good then why are we upset why can't we just like the show let them do what they what they do behind the scenes if they put out something good that's all we have to care about they're not they're not they're not knowing knowing what was going on and that the show was progressively getting worse because of their incompetence yeah makes me look at the entire thing differently i don't just go back on it's it's the same and this is the comparison i think about how i met your mother yeah i can't enjoy any of that show now but have you tried yeah and i immediately turned it off i don't think i'll ever turn on game of thrones from the beginning and be like i don't think i don't think it'll be tainted for me i think i'll enjoy it just the same with more context of what like what's beyond you know because i didn't know anything then like that's genuinely how i feel i just i that's i, th- I think that's a shame why would i watch it to the end i know it's going to end poorly because they were spinning their wheels like there's no incentive for me to like the the reason in a, and this is something i thought about a lot the reason game of thrones was so good was the promise of what was coming oh oh, oh. that's true oh, oh yeah i'm excited and hyped and all those feelings i had for all those years won't be the same Right. If I, re- I I won't be like this is so objectively amazing. I'm gonna be like, wow. There's just a lot of nothing happening. I real. I'm like afraid of going back in that being. And like, there's some great key moments, like the battles that they put a lot of work into to make them like good. Yeah. But I think there's gonna be a lot of conflicting things that are noticed throughout the show. And I'm not just doing this for that sake. Like, I genuinely think back and I'm like. Yeah, part of the reason I was so into it and wanting to keep watching is like, what's going to happen with the White Walkers? Right. What's going to happen? Nothing. Yeah, that's The fair. answer to most of it is nothing. Yeah. And it sucks. What Maya said, and I completely agree, get all of these actors back and just redo it. No, oh. no. What are you talking about, dude? Yeah. You have said on this show multiple yep. times you are not for redoing seasons. And now I am about the entire show. Oh, my dear God. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I think it would be better. With who? Who's... What do you mean? Who's going to do it? Somebody. That cares about the source material. I now, like... So, the re- I know the reason, like, Maya was so disappointed is she had started reading up on stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, lore and whatnot. Yeah. And then it was basically all thrown in our face. Because they clearly don't care or know about any of that. And... I was just just like, yes, the final season is the most egregious, noticeable thing, because they clearly didn't care at that point, and the actors gave their all. That's why I said I didn't want them to do it, is because the actors grueled like, and killed themselves to make this. I was like, don't make them go back out there and do this again. But now I'm just like, wait, you're telling me we could get a good story with the White Walkers and all of that? Like, all the fantasy... The fantasy stuff was what I liked, and that was all apparently taken out of it. Yeah. It made me want to read the books, because then I think I would understand how all these other people feel. Because I don't yet, because I don't know what it could have been. Right. 
but yeah, for TV people that watch TV, TV stuff's always dumbed down to a certain degree. And it has to be because TV and a book are two totally different formats. Right. I acknowledge that. Yeah. I just think Game of Thrones could have been better. I think it could have been the greatest show of all time. And the fact that they got it to a really, really, really good show is something. There's a lot of other people involved, though. I don't give them the credit for making a good show. That's what I'm... There's. I'm still... I'm impressed the fact that they wrote it, though. Because I thought you were about to say, like, yeah, we didn't even write the thing. Like, yeah. They wrote the damn thing. Yeah. No, they did. Using, which, which is impressive. Using his books. Yeah. So I want to see them do something original. That's... Good. And that's why I was okay with Star Wars. It, and, and because I, it's a different time period. It's a different so thing altogether. The only evidence we have of them doing something original is season eight. What do you mean? Like, they had to come up with that. Who did? The, the first moment that they had to come up with something. Oh, season eight. Yeah. Sorry, you said episode eight. I thought you were talking oh, about Star Wars. No, season, season eight. Yeah. The first time over the course of the show that yeah. they had to come up with something, it was right. bad. Right. The only good stuff they did was when they had good source well, material. Well, that's because it also had to directly connect to the end of what they already had. If they could just have a standalone, don't know what's going on be- before or after, just this little piece in time in the Star Wars universe, yeah. like maybe it could be something so cool. So what have they done I to, don't sh- know. to give any confidence in that? The fact that I liked Game of Thrones up until the eighth season. But that's using source material. With Star Wars, they won't have source material. They have to create an original story. Oh, I okay. believe yes. more in, Sorry. I believe I'm not in, saying they can do it. I just yeah. I want to see if they can do it. I'm not, not saying they, I'm not saying they can't. Not Star Wars. Prove yourself before you get to touch that. I was down. I was before I discovered this. Because after episode nine, we said like, start start doing stuff. Do stuff, but do it well. I and that's why like I believe in Ryan Johnson doing a trilogy. I yeah. think he can do Star Wars right when it's not the Skywalker saga. Right. I I believe in him. Like this has made me like be able to contextualize that a little bit better and understand like it was because it was episode eight and for the record after hearing this yeah i'm way more against them doing star wars down like i I was i was down take your 200 million dollar netflix and um, honestly and what is that gonna be i don't know movies and shows and stuff just stuff yeah just stuff okay and i have a feeling it's gonna be very netflix stuff (laughs) we'll see time will tell yeah but I don't like how they've handled any of this. Beyond this, the fact that they didn't go to the Comic-Con panels, they wouldn't talk to the public, they wouldn't address it. They're just like, we don't listen to you, we don't care what you think, and we don't want to talk to you about it. That is a very different attitude from all of the other people in the industry. Like, nobody hides like that. Doesn't sound like they're hiding, though. They were. They've been hiding. This was a closed thing that they were like, oh, I guess we'll go to that. They I don't know why they would on, say all that then. Where, where else was did they skip out on? There's a whole thing at the Emmys, right? Comic. They were at the Emmys. No, but there was like something weird that happened at the Emmys. They didn't want there? to answer the question that was basically trashing season eight, and Kit stepped up and defended them. Yeah, that's no, and that's fair. I yeah. can't remember what it was. So regardless, yeah, there's my two cents. <laughs> it really did turn into D and D cast though. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched a few other things this week. Awesome. You know why I thought you had read this? Why? Because you said anti D D cast. I thought you were like, yeah, let's well, that, do that's it. That's literally what you had basically said slash implied. I thought you were like all on board though. Uh turns out you had nothing negative may, to you, say. You said we may need to make this the anti DB and whatever cast. I was oh, just you shortening it the, to the, the, anti D D yeah, yeah, yeah. cast. Right, that's right. 
this is correct. <laughs> but that's fair. I understand why you thought that. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I got to hear it on here. Yeah. From you. There we go. What do you think? Tell us what you think about the whole situation. Tweet us at Huber Rebels. Let us know what you Comment. think. Comment. Yeah. On this video. Hit us up. Make a 40-minute reaction video and tell us what you think. <laughs> no, because then they'll make more views and money off of reacting. Remember when that was a thing? Remember when hot girls would react to just YouTube popular YouTube videos? No. It happened with uh, Yogscast a lot. Any video they would post, there, there would, would be, be a hot girl reaction, and I would watch every single one of them. No, I'd never watch it. It was never even a reaction. It would just be so and so reacts to Yogscast this video with a piece of their thumbnail and a, and like the hot chick in the thumbnail, and it would get so many views. I assume that was still a thing. No, nah, that's kind of died off. Okay, that's good. I think YouTube found a way to kill it. Okay, because it was also kind of stealing content. You know, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. misdirecting people. I saw other stuff. All spooky stuff. Okay. Um, Sorry, that was a. I know that was a long thing. Um, I saw a movie that came out ten years ago that I never got around to seeing, but okay. I kept hearing was great. Okay. And I'm like, hey, it's Halloween. Or it's October. I'll I'll finally see this movie. Wait. I watched Zombieland. Oh, nice. Have you seen it? Yep. In theaters. Did not like it with my grandma. It was a 2009 movie. That's why you needed to see it in 2009. Yeah. And did you see Zombieland Double Tap? Can you let me get there? <laughs> Can we talk about Zombieland first? Yes. <laughs> I didn't laugh a single time. Okay. I, I, I don't I don't understand. I heard, everyone told Hater. me it was hilarious. It's not funny. I don't think. I, don't I remember think. enjoying it. It's it, was, it was, was very empty too. Like it just didn't. Yes. There wasn't very, a whole lot there. I, no. When I heard Zombieland, it's very light. I was expecting it to be like. It's not about the zombies. I was expecting like an amusement park or like just the, the world is crazy. Like just Don't zombies they, everywhere. They go to constantly. A, they do go to an amusement park. Okay. Which is why I think I had the idea in my head. Okay. But also zombie land. Like I just, I thought the world was more chaotic than it actually was. It's very quiet uh, and very chill. It's yeah. like the boring episodes of the walking dead yep. in a two hour movie. Yep. So, and so I, I, I think I see a few things as to why you didn't enjoy it. Yeah. One, it's been 10 years. Yeah. So it's a little sure. dated. A little dated. Yeah. Two, you knew it existed yeah. and had like expectations. Yes. And whenever, this goes for every human on earth, whenever you have expectations, it doesn't even have to be high and then they're low. They could just, it could be sideways. You're not, I feel like it's so much harder to enjoy something. Yeah. Um, like Ad Astra, I think like going into that thinking it's going to be one thing right. and then it being like, it just throws you off where you're like, just, not prepared for what it. is going on? Do you like, think we could watch that movie again in a few years and like it more? possibly with yeah. you going into it with a different viewpoint yeah you go into it and oh okay and then like you, you're trying to appreciate it rather than the entire time just being like what what is happening this isn't what i thought it was going to be right or wow this is a lot more boring than i was expecting and yeah. whatnot yeah and so um and it's not like the best movie i've never i've never watched it again yeah. But it was one of those that I went to the theater and I enjoyed watching it and walked away and it was fine. Yeah. And I've forgotten about it. Yeah. And then we were in the theater and Zombieland Double Trap, Double Tap trailer came on. Yeah. And I was like, huh? That's a thing? That's the thing. Like, I knew Zombieland was, like, that popular. So when I saw that there was a second one, I'm like, oh, I guess I really need to see that yeah. finally. So I, I've heard the new one's supposed to be funny. It's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> so... I saw Zombieland because I wanted to see Zombieland too. I like sequels. I like these remakes. I like all this because it forced me to watch the earlier movies. So I finally had these two movies in my brain. Yeah. Saw the first one so I could see the second one. I went and saw the second one and I loved it. 
That's so interesting. Because I wonder if that's because it was new. No expectations, to a certain degree. Yeah. And... It's just more fun. Okay, so I heard that it's dated. And it's like kind of like the first one out of the past. Well, and it, it, I mean, it kind of is, because the world is frozen in time. But just the type of movie... And the re- I heard that after we saw the trailer, yeah. and then when we were we saw the trailer, I'm like narrator, that's weird. Like that's an old thing. I was like, oh, is this just a movie that's not like relevant now? That's what, what do you mean, hit- narrator. Like in like the movies narrated? No, in the trailer. Remember? Remember no. the trailer had a narrator, and you were like, that's weird. Trailers don't have narrators. Oh, is that anymore. what that was? Yeah. Oh yeah. You forgot that? I forgot that was the movie that had the narrator. Yeah. Zombieland Double Tap. Oh, that was, the was one. super weird. And yeah. It was very weird. And so when I had heard that and then heard some of this other stuff, I was like, huh? And then I talked to a bunch of people that were like, oh, yeah, it was really fun. I was like, oh, I should just go see it. You should. So I'm, I'm going to go with my grandma. Yeah. If, Do a little 10 year reunion. She'll, she'll be out, right? Yeah. Like, no problem. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I thought it was way funnier. There's okay, new awesome. fun characters, there's new fun locations. Um, Woody Harrelson is. I love him. So good. I love him. He's one of my favorite actors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I like Jesse Eisenberg. No, I've never liked him. No, I like him. He's in like terms an of even a... more boring Michael Sarah. <laughs> I feel like he's an evil Michael Sarah. He can be evil too because he was Lex Luthor and Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, good point. You've seen that movie? <laughs> yeah. So we know he can play robots. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's always given me weird vibes. Yeah. I think he's a good actor. No, I uh, yeah definitely. But Michael Sarah gives me weird vibes. Just to be fair, I, I like Michael Sarah. Though. I like him. Yeah, a hundred percent. But I'm always just like, ooh, I don't know what to do with you. You should see it. Yeah, I want to go see it. Now. I think I think you'll enjoy it. Okay. Did I see anything? You had something written down. Did I write something down? Oh, I didn't finish the movie. Unfortunately, you still haven't finished it. Hocus Pocus. Yeah. I finally, we rented I rented it because apparently it wasn't on anything, even though it was on a bunch of stuff. I thought it was on Netflix. No. It was never on Netflix. Oh. Where was I, I planning it, on watching it? It then? was on something. Maya had said it was on Disney Now. Um, but I think, like, literally right before Halloween, they're like, quick, take it off everything. So you have to pay for it. Yep. Until November 12th. Exactly. Yeah. And so I, I just rented it and got through, like, most of it and really enjoyed it. It's it's one of, like and I watch it through the lens of had I seen it when I was a kid. Okay. Not like I'm an adult and I'm gonna judge this movie. Blah, 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 blah. I, I would find it. Yeah, I would be interested to know what it's like to watch that movie for the first time now. It's just a fun Halloween movie. It is right. I don't can't think of any Halloween movies other than Nightmare Before Christmas. And I was talking with people at work. Is it? A, do you watch it at Christmas? Do you watch it at Halloween? I don't know what to do with this movie. I like to watch it in November because that's right in between. Yeah. And that's what I've come to. Yeah. But then it's neither. And I also like to watch Home Alone, both, which are Christmas movies. Oh, are they? On Thanksgiving. I think that's popular. Yeah. Because that's like the kickoff to the yeah. holiday season. Yeah. Um, weird fact. Uh, I grew up with a different Home Alone that apparently nobody watched, and I didn't watch the first two. The third Still one? Still have never seen the first two, which means Macaulay Culkin as home alone like i have zero association weird home alone three yeah whoever that kid was that and little that, i know bowl it cut head kid i know that movie like I th- is it the same bandits though 
I feel like it's the same. Oh my god, that would be crazy. I think it is. Let me check. That would be hilarious. You should watch Home Alone Two. Is my favorite. Okay. And you don't really need to see. I'm not the gonna first lie. To know the second, I but really want to watch Home Alone Three again. I've never seen Home Alone Three. Like I'm realizing I haven't watched it in a while, and I'm going through almost the entire movie in my head right now. So, Hocus Pocus, you liked it? <laughs> uh, what bit of it I did watch? I did enjoy. I want to finish it. That's why it's like. Hard to talk about because I did enjoy it. It's I want to watch it every. It's Halloween a very now. feel good Halloween yeah. movie. I'm all about feel good holiday movies. Yeah, like I don't need Santa to be scared Claus. for Halloween. Santa Claus is the best Christmas movie. It's the best movie. It could be. Yeah, it's up Number there. Number one. All if time. we did top <laughs> top movie list, yep. no joke. One of those movies would be close to the top. I think I love it's those movies a lot. The only one I have to watch every year. Yes. The only one. So for my parents, it's like Elf. And I like Elf, but I'm kind of getting tired of it. Oh, it's so hard. Because Elf is is like top Christmas movie for me. But in terms of how overplayed and yeah. over... It's hard to watch every year. I, I think it's because nothing else came after it. I think of the Santa Claus mm-hmm. and then Elf. Yeah. There was about seven years in between those. And now it's been 17 years right? since Elf. I want to say it was like 2002. Maybe it was like 2004. It's 2003 or four, yeah. Yeah, I think four sounds... No, three. I think, I think it's three. Three, I think you're right. There should have been another one of those. Like, why not? Make a Elf 2. You know why I think not? Why? Anchorman 2. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's all I'm going to say. That movie was bad. Yep. Real bad. Did we see that? No. Theaters? I saw. I it. did. I saw it in theaters, but not with you. Not with you. I just. I did of, a double feature of Anchorman and Anchorman Two. Oh, so that means it was even worse. Yeah. Because you were like, "Wow, that was great," and this is not. And the first one had like bonus scenes and cut stuff that I had never seen. Every before. time I watch Anchorman, I love that movie. Yeah. Um, I saw another sequel, Maleficent Two. Not quite Halloween or scary, but it's kind of scary. You know, you it's can, got that like evil sort of. It's called Mistress of Evil. Yeah. You can talk about it. I still haven't watched the first one. Okay. I will probably when Disney Plus comes out and stuff. But I, I do remember I did tell you, I was like, oh, have you seen it? Have you heard anything about it? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'm not going to say anything. I was I was, I was going to see it regardless. Yep. Um, my dad and I both loved the first one. Yep. Um, and then when we saw the trailer, we were much less intrigued. And then we saw another trailer that it kind of explained it more. And we're like, okay, I'm kind of curious about that. And so we finally saw it. And it's not very good. The I first heard. third is great. Okay. The last two... They didn't know what they are were. a mess. Let me let me guess. So what I heard the guy say was that it's like a lot of action and looking good stuff with like doesn't even look n- that good. No plot, n- very hollow plot. Yeah. Okay. The best part of Maleficent yeah. is her interaction with Aurora, the girl. Okay. The two Which of them together be, are so good and and funny and like yeah. there's tension. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they they're not together for part of the movie. And it's like, why? Why would you do that? That's the only thing you have going for you. Why would you pull them apart? Cool visuals. I guess I that's not worth cool it, though. Visuals. That's not worth it. Yeah. But definitely watch the first one. I'll and watch then, the second one because it'll be on Disney Plus, right? For the third one. But no, oh God. I'll still see it. <laughs> they can make a third one. Yeah. And make it good. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it could be good. I believe you can always course correct. Yeah. Learn from your mistake. 
take the feedback. Make it make it up two out of three kind of scenario. Like uh, the sequel trilogy. Yes, exactly. We are from the future. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, last thing I watched, just watched it this morning. I finally caught up on it. Yes. Finally, after a whole year. Uh, the best horror slash sci-fi movie at the Critics' Choice Awards from last year. Do you know what it is? You might have seen in the in the docs. So you might already know, but no, I. I'm. What do you think the best horror movie of last year was? I don't even know any. Starring John Krasinski. Quiet Place. Yeah. Did, oh, you, did yes. you see it? No, I've been saving that one because I've only heard good things, and I'm like, ah, oh, see, I wanted to watch it this Halloween, and I, I messed up. There's still time. It's only an hour and a half. It's not. It's not very long. Okay. It's I, so good. That's I've only heard they're making a sequel like because yeah. it was so good. Yeah. So I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Like every time I, someone brings it up on a podcast I'm listening to, I'm like, nope, nope, pause, stop. Yeah. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I just want to jump into this movie and finally learn what happens. And man, it was worth it. It's so okay. clever. All of the little like th- tricks and like tinkery things that they do to like live in this world where they have to be silent are so clever i love the like world building that they did for this movie i love that world building is one of my favorite things it was it was really cool i that's all i could say without spoiling it but but Uh, i I highly recommend and it it, not even a horror movie no it's more like a thriller suspense yeah like you're like and even at that it's like it's not a movie just to have suspense or thrilling aspects. Like there's like heart to the movie yeah. too. Like there's real substance there built around this world, which is, which is cool. It's not built around jump scares. Right. Yeah. I, I like when movies aren't there just to scare you. The, that thing is there for a reason. That makes them not scary to me. Once I pick up on like, Oh, they're just trying to scare that, right. which is kind of like what I was. So if, if, if there's like, cause you said there's no stakes, right? Yeah. In this, in a quiet place, there's stakes because yeah. you love these people. You don't want anything to happen to them. So you are scared, but not like in a, this monster's going to jump through my actual window kind yeah. of way. It's like, I really don't want anything to happen to these people on the screen. So enjoy. Do they have steak? Cause uh, I'm sorry, but that's all I can. I don't think they did. You're like, there's steaks. They were looking <laughs> and I'm like, for whatever reason, the visual and like, just there's steaks everywhere. Trust me. There's steaks. Um, and they're delicious. That was everything I watched this week. All I've been watching, not all I've been watching, but a lot of what I've been watching is is basketball now. Mm-hmm. It's going to trail off a little bit. Yeah. But I'm like, this is one of the most hyped, supposed to be one of the most high levels of parody, even seasons ever. And I'm just on House of Highlights. What? Yeah. Like where anybody can win. And parody? Parody. So um, parody means like evenness oh fairness. okay i don't know that um that's cool i like that it's amazing and it, it just so uh, like all the teams that you would think are like that's a bad team like they all have they something they could win that's cool a game like you have to try against them yeah doesn't mean they're going to but they could and uh that will taper off as you know because there's, a, there's a morale thing too like once you start slipping behind i think a team maybe gets even worse yep if they're not equipped to handle that, you're like, maybe we, we aren't that good. Right. And it's like, I'm hoping that this it keeps it going because it is all over the place right now. And I'm loving it. Like McDonald's. <laughs> Did you see LeBron and Anthony, Dan- uh, Anthony Davis? Anthony Daniels. Playing uh, football with the basketball before the game? C3PO, yes. 
Uh, I did not see that. That's pretty cool. That doesn't wait playing. They just like football palm, palm with the, a basketball. Yes. Oh, like LeBron running down the, the the court. Yeah. And Anthony Davis back in the corner, just like on his back foot, and just chucks it right into his hands perfectly, and then back like like they're throwing a wiffle ball or something, but a full ass basketball with one hand. It was crazy. I do that. I'm not saying you can't. It's just crazy to see. I do that. No, I'm just kidding. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> I because I was picturing they were playing basketball with a football. And I was like Oh my goodness. Alright, here I'll show you. No 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 no. No, I'll show you. And Matt, can you imagine playing basketball with a football? Well you can't dribble it. Exactly. So that would be very I fun. was like, what is happening? It's also very difficult. Oh, I do remember somebody throwing a football across three courts and it going in a basket and that was one of the craziest things i've ever seen hmm. like you saw that in real life three it was outdoor courts three outdoor courts yeah we were in the back left and they threw it cross diagonal all the way to the back right threw a football right into the hoop get it oh that was a nice pass that was a bullet pass right it's just like right to him it's <laughs> just kind of so cool. Funny. Two like, feet in and down. No, I not love, many I people can that. do that with a basketball. It's just fun to to see them um, playing, just, just having around. fun. Yeah, yeah, having fun. That's cool. It's nice to see. We're gonna talk about some video games when we come back from this break. It's Hey, I'm Jordan. And I'm Ethan. And if you're enjoying the podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you would consider supporting us on Patreon. For just $1, you can get access to our bonus video podcast, featuring extra footage, bloopers, box openings, and more. Also, for being one of our first 24 patrons, you'll forever be inducted as a founding rebel. This means that no matter where our channel goes, you will always be remembered for helping to start the rebellion. For more information, please check out our Patreon link in the description. Now back to the show. But I love shame. Star Wars so much that we still talk about it every single week. The week a- or the Tuesday after it comes out, we're it's, ranking Star Wars movies. It's right? because nine is coming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about it constantly. Yeah, Jedi Fallen Order is coming. When does that come out? Fifteenth November. And I'm not gonna get it. No, I have to wait. Unfortunately, fair enough. I'll probably money, yeah. time. Um, it's not really like pertinent to anything either, that's, right? That's the other reason. Is it's a game I'm one hundred per thousand percent going to play. Will play, and I'm so excited for it. But it's not a necessity I'm yet. So excited for it, combined with the fact that I can't play it, that I'm not thinking about it. I'm not watching trailers. I'm avoiding it completely. Yeah, because I I can't. The second I'm like, oh, I need to play this. I'm who, gonna want to get it. Who is it made by? Respawn. The Apex people. Yeah. Oh, very good. Cool. Yes. Because it kind of looks like Battlefront 2 mechanics, sort of. No? It'll be, it'll be, it'll be better. You want to know what it is? What? It's it's uh, Souls-like. It's what? Souls-like. What's Souls? Dark Souls. Really? Souls-like. That's what they made? Damn. Which is perfect. That's all I've ever But wanted. Respawn is still EA, right? Yep. Okay. This is going to be the first game, good game that EA has made in a long time. 
And I'm hoping that that once they see the sales numbers, because that's all they go off of, that they're like, oh, okay, we have to do with everybody else what we did with them yeah. and change their entire philosophy. Because bio, bio, the handling of Bioware and Anthem is evidence that they do not know what they're doing man- management-wise. They're trying to force stuff out yeah. and shoot. It's it's not working. Anthem. Uh, Welcome to the video game segment. Uh, I realize we're in it already. I was yeah. going to actually bring us in, but we started talking about video games. So welcome to the video game segment. Um, Fallen Order is not a scary movie, but we do have a uh, scary video game, but we yep. have some scary games that we're going to talk about. Yes. Um, we're going to maybe talk about some of our favorites over time. I don't have as many as probably Ethan, but um, we both definitely have some memories of playing some spooky Halloween yeah, appropriate less- games. Less like spooky games and just like October games, levels and uh, themes and just anything kind of like that. Can I kick it off with the smallest of them all? Yeah, uh, Luigi's Mansion has a map in Mario Kart on iOS <laughs> or on I was mobile. Like, how is Luigi's Mansion the smallest? Excuse me. Disrespectful. Um, I think I had mentioned it last week because I said that Luigi yeah. was coming. I'm like, they have to do a Luigi's Mansion map for the Halloween tour or whatever. Yeah. They made a Luigi's Mansion map and it's really cool. That's funny because I asked Brandon about the Luigi thing and if he had played and he's like, yeah, it's like a Luigi's Mansion map. But was there a different Luigi one or was that no. the Luigi one? Luigi just came in oh, w- and with, with with the map. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I would download it if I had enough space. Free something up, man. I literally can't. <laughs> it would be deleting Pokemon Go, which is... I think we were going to check this. Let's... Okay, so I'm sorry. All of your photos are in the cloud? Yeah, but it still takes up 5 gigs. What What size is your phone? 32. Oh, that... Okay. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. That's one reason you should get a new phone. Poco- yeah, I know. Yeah. 2020, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Go is my most used app. Speaking of Pokemon Go... Yes. A couple things happened. One... So this one, I hatched an egg today. Yes. I don't know what this is. Have you seen one of these? Am I allowed to even say that? Chingling. <laughs> He's called a chingling. I have never seen that. I've never seen this. Look what happens when you click him. Ah, I love it. What? Uh, what? Like region is he in? What? What That's generation? A really good question. I think he's. I wish on the page it said oh, what number they were. Maybe he's Unova. Why does? Why doesn't it say that? Couldn't tell you. Oh, he's he's Sinnoh, so he's in the games that I played. What? Which one is that? On the on the top, from left to right, which number Gen is four. that? Okay. Chingling, huh? Yeah. So, are they still rolling out Pokemon from each region that like aren't available until I a don't certain time? know for sure, but I assume they're gonna continue to just fill out the entire Pokemon. Because like the most recent one that just came out like Unova. a month or so ago, yeah. I assume that there's Pokemon that aren't even possible to get yet. Oh, I think they kind of like unlock them over time. Yeah, well, they only made like twenty available at first, right? And then I think they're going to just keep adding to that. So these uh, starter Pokemon costumed versions, yes, that have been in raids, got the Pikachu because he's everywhere. Yes, which is good. I have did too you, many of those. Did you get? I stopped catching them. Yeah. Did you get a three star? I think so. Cool. So then i think it was last week we went to a gym that was doing a raid and we caught bulbasaur yes i, I do not have a three star by the way huh i don't have a three star no i have nine of them i don't have a three star i have two three star damn that i caught with like in the same day i yeah. didn't understand that sucks so yeah we did a bulbasaur raid 
we did the Bulbasaur raid and we went and we caught him. They're super easy. I saw a Squirtle that I should have gone and gotten recently. I was like waiting so like we could all go get them. But now with the counting down, I'm just going to get it try whenever. to get as many as possible so that we can trade them if everybody needs to have one. True. That's, so I'm Good just, point. I'm looking for those and trying to get those as much as possible. And so on my way home, I decided to pull up my phone and see if there was a raid going on in downtown Torrance. And so I'm looking at all the Pokestops and I notice there is a raid and a raid for the one that I want. Uh, the only last one you need? No. Okay. But the one I was like, I need to get this. Uh, it was Charmander raid. Yeah. Because I was like, I need to get this to trade to Maya. Yeah. Because that's her thing. That's her Squirtle's thing. Squirtle's your like first starter, right? I'm like torn, honestly. I think so. I think Squirtle's my guy. Well, he was your starter, though, He was though, right? my original. Yeah. Well, was... and in this? Yeah. Because we did all no, three. Charmander was mine. Really? Yeah, Charmander was the first one I got. Oh, because I love Charizard now. He's Charizard's my favorite now, more than Blastoise. Okay, but when I uh, read my the first Pokemon game I ever got, Blue, I had Squirtle and Blastoise and Wartortle. Yeah, so like I have a connection there. Um, I also love Bulbasaur and Ivasaur and Venusaur. So it's like I'm. But those, but it, it, Charmander is Maya's dude. She loves him so much that yeah, he's he's all hers. Yeah. And I was like, I gotta go. Oh my god, what'd you get? I gotta go get one. Uh huh. And so I uh, there's two things that that this could be. I rolled up on the raid and I beat it. It could also be both. And I caught the Charmander. Uh huh. And the second he popped up, uh huh, he was a shiny. That's so cool. And it was like what. I didn't even want you. That is perfect. I didn't even know I could get you. Yeah. And he's three stars. I wish you could trade it to her without her even knowing. You kind of could. You could trade it to her without her knowing. Well, oh, you got, oh, shiny trades. Is I don't want to give her this one. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. At the same time, I do, but it's going to cost me 80,000 stardust. So the shiny, the shiny, I think rate is only one out of 25. Which isn't that bad. That's not that bad, but for me to get it on my first one. Oh yeah, that's crazy. That's but insane. I'm just saying, I think maybe I could go out like tomorrow and try to catch as much mm-hmm. stuff as possible. But I at least want all four. I don't have to have a shiny. If I didn't all. even want the shiny. I honestly am upset that I got the shiny because if it was the regular, I would have just traded to, traded it to her. Right. So now I have to go get at least another one. Yeah. Um. And I, now, I, now I have to get Squirtle. I, it shouldn't be that hard to find a raid, I don't think. I haven't been able to. Really? Dude, they keep the that was the first my... Charmander raid you saw? We, we drove by one the other day. That was Squirtle. Uh, I've, seen, so. I've seen Charmander raids. Okay, yeah, that's the first one I've seen. So, I'm, if it's after work tomorrow, I need, I, I'm hoping during work I'll drive to one during work, like if there's one like nearby or whatever. Yeah. Because um, we have two that pop up right by my work. And we haven't gotten a single one of these during the entire event. Any of them. I would like if closer Mischievous. to the end they started Ramp it up. ramping it up. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's like my favorite, one of my favorite Pokemon now that that's, I have. That's really cool. And he's so cute. He, he really is. And so now I have a shiny Charmander. Yes. But he can't evolve, which is okay. That's totally fine. And I wouldn't want to. Eh. I kind of want him to, and uh, but I like that he can't because then I don't need three. You want to see Charizard with the thing on his head? Yeah, like maybe. <laughs> One game that 
So here, the main the main one I was thinking of, or one of the big ones I was thinking of, was in Banjo Kazooie. There's a level, like a haunted level, with the yeah. witch. No, the witch is an overall like overarching thing. Yeah. Huh? Oh yeah. I was like, you're making a. Uh, uh, educated guess here based on what you know about the game yeah 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 so there's a there's a there's like a halloween level with like a haunted house and i have a contribution so and i'm really excited that's, that's good i'm expecting many contributions i told you i wasn't gonna have any <laughs> no you already listed one. Oh yeah um i don't want to like spoil this level not for them but for you it's okay it's okay yeah well, so I think I'll play them eventually, and yeah. if I am, it's not for a like. I can't wait so, to see what happens at the end. It's because it's one of your favorite not, games of all time. I just what want happens to, at the it, end, but you know what I mean. Like, so there's this haunted level, yeah, and you get turned into a pumpkin, uh-huh. and you can like. I'm pretty sure this is it. I'm pretty sure I'm remembering this correctly. And so then you get to go around this whole haunted level as like a pumpkin, and I, there's also a toilet you can find that talks to you. Okay, and I think you can jump in it as a pumpkin. I believe I could be totally wrong there, but I think there's something like that that happens. Can you smash the pumpkin? No, because you would die. So maybe you maybe that's what happens when you die as a pumpkin. Yeah, is it explodes? Yeah, but I don't remember. I'm more familiar with Banjo Tooie than Banjo Kazooie, but I I know I I know the game still 100. percent That sounds fun. The whole game is just amazing. Yeah, yeah. They're long, right? No, yeah. the second one was significantly longer. You went over yeah. the whole like runtime of those, I think, at one point. Oh my god, yeah, I forget exactly. I totally what the forgot were about though, that. They're decent. They're like mid-length games, fifteen to twenty hours, I would say. So, like, is this level like big? Is there a lot to do oh, yeah. and explore? It's in a this, full level. This every level? Le- every level is full and and involved. There's like one place that you go in. It's like a church, and I remember it's. I think it's like a church or something yeah and everything's really large so there's like a really big piano or organ thing and you like jump on the keys and stuff yeah yeah it's just it's i want to play it now yeah i want them to they don't even need to remaster it i just want to play it my contribution finally possibly the only one and as far as like levels go Mm -hmm. it is in my favorite video game series of all time gran turismo sly cooper ah i was awful and i believe it has to be huh Sly Cooper 2. Which isn't that the best one? Yes. Yeah. It is. Uh, Sly Cooper 1 is not open world. Yes. There, there, There's like a mini open world that has like hubs that you yep. go to, but 2 and on are like open world. The missions take place in everything that you can see and do like in this world. And then there was this, every villain also had two levels, which was weird. Which one has the snow level with... The mountain in the middle i think and then there's like all kinds of stuff you can do around it and then also like the indian jungle okay the indian jungle was the tiger but is that two that was two are those both two uh so there's a snow level in i think three okay i think it's three it must and be it's kind of no. it's like it's in canada there's a canadian level in three which That's is three really good there's like a train that goes around yeah, the outside. Yeah, that's the one I'm it, thinking like, of. Like lumber mills and stuff. Yep, that's, that's the one a I'm thinking. Great that's level. three. I believe so. Clearly, that's like one of the few in Paris. Oh God, no! It is two. It's two. I swear, it's two. It is because I'm like I'm trying to think like because I, I only played them through in the HD trilogy. And oh I'm my like, God! I think two sticks I'm out. I'm so to me. happy. I have yeah. a story about this that I can finally like 
Halloween story or no, just a, a Sly, Sly Cooper, Cooper story. story? Okay. So I was playing through Sly Cooper two for the first time. Yes. And it's the level before that level, the, the candle level. I'm forgetting who the, like the boss was of those levels. I it think... wasn't the Paris rat guy. No, he's the first one. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. The, the like chameleon dude chameleon not rat yeah i'm thinking of the rat from he was like a lizard sort of thing crash i think um so i got to the end of the first of the two levels featuring the snow guy yeah and there's a part where you beat him and then he starts running away and you have to chase after him and that's what leads into the next level okay because he like flies off and you have to follow him so after i beat him i'm in the part where i'm chasing him for whatever reason i save mm-hmm. and turn the game off when i turn the game back on i am stuck in that mode of the game there's there's no missions there's no doors i can open there's nothing i can do i'm screwed i can't do anything i have no backup saves like there's nothing i can do i don't know why but i, I was stuck in that limbo of a game my dad called yeah, I was going to say, company. That's, that's what I would do is Cause, I would call. Cause he, and he was like, is there anything we can do? Because we are frozen in time here. We can't get out of this. God. And they're like... They didn't know. They didn't know. Yeah. And for the longest time, I never played that game again. Yep. That's exactly what I would do. So I finally went back and played through it again and beat that level properly and then got to this Canada snow level. I'm like, this is cool. Wow, you were right so close. Yeah. And oh then I God. think after that is like almost the end of the game or whatever, but... I was so close, man. But that's that's hilarious. I had forgotten that's... about that. I had like a traumatizing yeah, experience I, I, with Sly Cooper 2. That's why you forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. Anyways, there is a boss in Sly Cooper 2 who is the Contessa. She's a spider. Mm. And she has two levels where she has this kind of like Transylvania sort of castle. And like oh, a yeah, creepy sort of like yep, Eastern European mm-hmm. sort of like surrounding neighborhood yep. and stuff you're like down you're like it's like the levels very much you're rising up it's yeah like it's you're all, moving up towards yeah the, like, it's castle. all all nighttime yeah very purple um like spotlights everywhere like yep. spider webs everywhere because she's a spider god it's so fun i that's love a, it that's awesome so that that's my halloween contribution what's the second part of it do you go inside they're, the castle they're maybe? Both, no they're always different places similar vibe but different place altogether okay um the first one's actually a prison. And then you end up there? And then you go to the castle, I believe. Okay, that sounds about right. Yeah. I Because I've, I've only played through it once, but I do remember that. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, the, another game that I, I have to reference, because I would say it's... No, you know what? Here, I'm going to go with probably the first one that I encountered. Super Mario 64. Yep. And I know all the Mario games have had booze. Which we've got right here. Yes. Oh my God, he's so, this is this this he's is so legit cute. my like favorite amiibo. Is it really? I, I they, they announced the Super Mario series, and I just had to order him on a one-off. Yeah. Um, I have a strong connection with him, for two for a different reason. Ooh, yeah. Okay. What? We'll get to it. But so, like, I I love this guy. He's a, I love booze. Um, Super Mario sixty four had. Which you haven't played either? No. So there's a... There's a um, a boo level. And this was my first introduction to the boos. Yeah. And I still... Was that his introduction? No. No? They're from the original... I think maybe maybe World. Maybe three they popped up in. Okay. Um, but I'm not, I'm not sure. 
and just like a whole haunted house level. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And definitely a little creepy. I I don't I don't really know what all to say about it, but uh like I didn't because that was my first Mario game and my first game like it was all new to me. And so like, oh, well, there's ghosts. Like I thought that was just so cool. Yeah. Cuz um, like you kind of think everything's happy and yeah. Yeah, you got you got Bowser, but even still he's kind of vibrant and colorful like Boo takes it to a creepy level. Discovering Super Mario 64 for the first time, not having played a Mario game before that, other than the original Super Mario Brothers, yeah. was just a sublime experience. And so with Boo's, you know their their gameplay feature? No. When you look at them, they, they disappear. Like, you can't oh, hurt them when okay, you yeah. look at them, right. but when you turn your back, they start coming for you. Right. Which is just a genius design, Nintendo. Yeah. Um, and that was the same thing, and I still remember trying to defeat him. And I don't want to... You've got to play that game eventually, as okay. you will. Was there also a King Boo in that game? No. No. So, so my introduction to Boo was Luigi's Mansion. Yep. And there was there was only King Boo in that game. Everything else was just ghosts. It's not like everything was Boo. Tisk tisk. What? So Well there were little boos that came out of him. Yep. You not you like of, you shrunk him into smaller boos. No. You so I'm pretty sure the first time you run into boos in that game, at least as far as I remember, and it could be earlier, is either after the dancing room or after the room with the star where you like go into space oh i love that part that's like one of my favorite oh, parts god of that it's game. so good and then because it breaks your like perception yeah of like whoa how am i interacting with this thing right there i love stuff like that yeah the perspective thing yeah and uh but no i remember because like the door moves back and then you get trapped with all the booze there's like a bunch of booze, and that was that's where your first discovery of like, oh, there's booze here. That's true. And yeah, I think you catch them every so often. Oh, that's right. That was part of it, yeah. huh? Oh, you had to find them. Yeah, they scattered into the the whole mansion. They're that's all right. over the place. But because then I think once you fight King Boo, is yes. he the boss? Yeah, he's the final boss. Okay. Don't you like freeze him, and then he breaks into smaller into booze, smaller. and then you suck them up, I and then when so. he comes back, he's smaller. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because. Two follows Dark Moon follows yeah. similar, which I started playing. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Oh my I god. I don't think I, there's no way I'm gonna finish nope. it, but but just finish it. Yeah. Because oh, before Thursday. Right. Damn. That's it's okay. okay. That's okay. Yeah. I forgot. I mean, is there like? Do you think that? there's gonna be like a direct correlation? No, 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 necessarily? no, no. It's Nintendo games. Sure. They'll reference it, but nothing major. Yeah. Like, uh, no, yeah, nothing. Like in Dark Moon. You, you didn't have to play the first game either to play that one. True. They're so different, too. Yeah. This one could essentially be a sequel to the first one. And here's the other thing. Most people didn't play the second one. True. And most people that are going to play the third one, look at Robin. Yeah. Just play the first one. Yeah. So they're... It's just filler. I mean, I mean no, it's good. It's, it's, it's a long Luigi, filler. It's another for sure. Luigi's Mansion But for the game, people who really need their is, fix of Luigi's Mansion, like, it's there if you need it. What other Halloween games do you have to talk about? Slash levels. We played Dead Space. We did once upon a time. We didn't finish it yet. We kind of only ever played it during October too, I think. Or did we did we branch I think, out? I think it was random. 
I don't well, think it, it was became Spanish. a thing where we're like, let's play it during October. Did it? We've tried to continue with that game multiple times. I only remember starting it, consistently playing through it, and then dropping off. Maybe I'm just thinking of what we wanted to do, which was play it during Halloween. Because like, I only remember this period of time. And I don't remember anything like outside of that. There were like definitely multiple like post attempts to get it going. I think, yeah. Okay, because I only remember the original yeah. era. Yeah. Um, and then I left. Like I'm assuming that's what happened. I guess yeah. That's that's wow. Really... It was it's been that long. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. So like eight years. We'll beat it eventually. Eventually, <laughs> along with Rayman Origins, which didn't have any Halloween levels. No. I mean, think though. So yeah, Dead Space definitely a scary game. Um, yeah. I will never forget the f- the opening scare sequence. I remember it too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I remember like thinking like it's gonna be fine. Oh my god! <laughs> nope. Not fine. Not fine. Not fine. Not fine. Yeah. That's was there was went. there a safe place in that game though that yes. you could go to? Yes. Okay, I like that. The, that makes me happy. The when you get off the train. And you have that little... Oh, oh God. Have, it just what? makes me anxious. I don't know. I hate no, it. No, and you have Thinking that little... Thinking of being on that ship, though. Dock area where you can, like, like upgrade and do stuff like that. Uh, but then you get to one of them. But did you have, like, a home? Like, a room? No. No? It was just that at each, like, station. You were just continuously on the go. Essentially, the stations. Did this person ever sleep? <laughs> sleep in a video game? That's what I want to know. Ain't no rest for the wicked. What was he doing? Trying to save the, his girl. He's trying to get his girl, man. Was he after a girl? He was after his his love of his life. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, that's what his... What else would you do this for? Living? Maybe not. He went there. I would just... Oh. Okay, well, I don't remember all the details, so... He, he went there because this thing went wrong and he was trying to save his girl. Is this like a Dante's Inferno, but like up? Is that why Dante was going down? Yeah. Are you talking about the game or like the story? The story. Oh. Because I'm not familiar. His, like, wife was abducted by devils, and he had to, like, go down to the deepest level of hell to save her. I would do that. That's probably off, but... No, that sounds right. <laughs> so instead, he's going up. Yeah. Into space. <laughs> um, other, other Halloween levels that I'm clearly unprepared for? Because I talked about everything. I thought you were going right? to be... Yeah. That I covered. So I did want to give who a shout-out to uh, Medieval that just came out. Because I do really want to play that game. Uh, but I just got so much going on. I'll probably play it next year. Shout out to Skeletons and Minecraft. Yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> I was looking for a Minecraft shirt to potentially wear. Yeah. Because you've got, you've got skeletons. Zombies. Zombies. Witches. Witches. Ghasts. Sorry. Ghasts. None of these are what I was going to say, thankfully. <laughs> um, jackal lanterns. Uh, snow golems. Which I saw on Reddit, this person made a uh, eight bit jack o' lantern face, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they got snow. This was like like this week, in somewhere around the country they yeah. got a bunch of snow. Yeah. So they turned their pumpkin into a snow golem. 
Cool. They made a snowman and put that on the top. Uh, if that's all of the Halloween levels and uh, games that we have to talk about, I think we're about done with this episode. Thank you for watching slash listening. If you are watching, you can listen to us on any of your podcast streaming services of choice. If you are listening, you can watch us on YouTube. Uh, Huber Rebels on YouTube. You can uh, subscribe to us and like those videos. You can also subscribe on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Huber Rebels uh, to get the bonus content. Every single episode is a longer form with cut conversations bloopers openings trailer watching in the beginning there's honestly every episode's probably at least twice as long as the the base episode which you can get for one dollar on patreon and we would appreciate your support also we are going to do a playthrough of luigi's mansion 3 uh we're going to stream it so by the time you're hearing this it'll be on our channel so go ahead and watch that on the rebels channel uh we're gonna we're gonna play with our friend robin for a number of hours there will be probably some beers involved, and it'll be a fun time. So join us for that if you'd like. Be a great time. Yes. Ethan is doing a little dance. I think he's doing a dance for the same reason that I want to be dancing right now. So uh, that's all I've got. My name is Jordan. My name is Ethan. I have a song in my head, but I can't say it because then we'll get tagged. So I'm just going to keep dancing to it. We are the Huber Rebels. Until next time. Welcome to the Rebellion. Yeah? Good. <laughs>